Okay. Are you teasing first? That was painful. <laughs> yep. And here it is, the customarial. The customarial. Speaking of painful. Yep, these are two. <laughs> it's the customary tease before we enthrall you with thrilling tales of stupid and wonder. Of tales of lusty humor. And stupidity. Sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> yep. Sometimes we just find weird stories that are kind of cute. Yep. You'd like that whole mishmash and never know what you're actually going to get. Neither do we. Welcome Some, to the club. Sometimes it's eight minutes of us tickling ourselves sick and laughing till the end. Yes. Those are always highlights. Sometimes it's 20 minutes of us getting nowhere. And they're... And the amount of stories, if you keep track, is always interesting. <laughs> We're aiming at four. Yeah, could vary anywhere from one to 17, apparently. <laughs> so if that's the kind of excitement you want in your life, <laughs> like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. We should be on, like, the betting things. How many episodes over-unders on the today, on the next show? Yeah, you're right. Because we got we, two the last time we recorded that had five. We wouldn't know. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have a clue. Um, I mean, even afterwards, we have to go back and listen, and I don't do that, so I would never have a clue. Yeah. That's the only way I know, but I have to edit them. Anyway, you, your friends, your family, if you're in for that kind of excitement, like, subscribe, and follow This Is Truly News, and you too can develop that weird little tick with your eyes. Exactly. This Is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. It's time to rewrite the history books again. Again? Oh, yeah. It seems like they're doing it all the time. Yeah. You know when they used to say, the winners write the history? Yeah. And then the bozos rewrite the history? Yeah. And then the bozos, bozos rewrite the history? And pretty soon there's no history left. Yeah, it's just a bunch of crap. Archaeologists have revealed evidence of a complex... I got two words for you. Tara Ross, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Archaeologists... She's really good, by the way. I'll bet she is. History things. That's nice. ...have revealed evidence of a complex amputation carried out roughly 31,000 years ago in Borneo. Roughly. The find predates... I mean, it's 31,000 years ago. This amputation was going to be roughly whether we got the time right or not. (laughs) It predates the former record holder by about 24,000 years. Crap, I'd have lost that one in Vegas. Right? The remains, you know, the over-under on that is impossible. (laughs) Would be nuts. The remains reportedly belong to a young hunter-gatherer buried in a remote cave on the Southeast Asian island of Borneo. He's named Phil. He's the father of three. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What he's doing on Tinder, we don't know. The skeleton was missing. His wife left him for a Cro-Magnon man. We can never understand that. <laughs> or one of the Denisovians. Or Denisovans. I can't remember how they pronounce it. The skeleton was missing. Or a current yeah. Soviet. So. Right. The skeleton was missing. The yeah. Lower... Come on, Putin. Bring it. The skeleton was missing. He's busy with other things. The lower left leg and foot. Well, that happened when she started dating the Cro-Magnon guy. With the tibia and fibula showing a clean cut. There was an alteration made, and the Cro-Magnon guy took the leg and beat him about the head with it. Along with a bony outgrowth similar to that seen in modern amputations. So do we think maybe he died of the amputation? No, he lived. He had to to get that bony growth. Researchers estimated the individual underwent the procedure between the ages of 10 and 14 and lived to be about 20 before being buried. 
So an old man. We're we're assuming he was dead, so they buried him. Otherwise, you, that is an assumption. You know, pig, uh, you're pig dead. I am not. You, yes, you are. <laughs> pig that smart, you don't eat all at once. I'm not dead yet. It had previously been believed humans lacked the tools and medical knowledge to perform complicated medical procedures until the Neolithic Revolution, roughly 12,000 years ago. Oh, those Neoliths. So guess what? You were wrong again. Yeah. I'm just gloating because I never I, believed that crap anyway. I find it hard now to believe anything I read. <laughs> oh, it's really true. There are three versions of the truth. There's the truth, your truth, and their truth. Yeah, oh, boy. Of which right? only the truth is the truth, but hey, not anymore. <laughs> so they're really trying to make self-driving cars a big deal, right? Yes. Yeah. And in some ways, the AI driving the cars really does act unmistakably like a real human being. Or maybe in this case, mistakably. Like, you know, sort of trying to run from cops. What? Yeah. Police officer in Frisco had to be San Francisco. It was either going to be San Francisco, L.A., Portland, one of those. Yep. They recently pulled over a self-driving Chevrolet Bolt operated by General Motors-owned Cruise. After stopping at first, the AI-driven car quickly bolted away from the cops. Oh, no, that was thoroughly intended. Yeah, I know it was, and I'm just sad. After passing through an intersection, the vehicle then stopped again. But the sudden dash from the unmanned car sure gave the police a jolt. There's a video out there, because there's a video of everything. Jolted by bolt. It doesn't show exactly why the cops pulled the cruise vehicle over. Uh, but according to media reports, the car was driving around at night with his headlights off, which, which let's be honest, is kind of a creepy and weird. You're an AI. Yeah. You should not act like a half drunk 19 year old that Turn shall remain him. nameless. <laughs> Somebody, you know, yeah, I've met him <laughs> in any case. Here's what happened. The cruise car stopped with the cops when they pulled him over. There you go. The video shows one of the officers approaching the vehicle looking rather confused when he looks in and finds, well, no one in in the car. Bewildered, the cop tries the car's doors before starting to walk back to his patrol car. As soon as his back turns, the the bolt bolts. Again. That's two bolts. This is the first one. Oh, this is just the entire bolted across the This is the entire scenario. Oh, oh, okay. 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 So the car rolls through an intersection at a speed that makes it seem like it's like it's affecting a getaway. <laughs> but once it passes the intersection, it comes to a stop and activates its emergency blinkers. Okay, so they follow this vehicle and two officers get out, both this time. Inspecting the car, they seem genuinely puzzled. As our video fades to black, they are walking around the car with one officer apparently talking on his phone, going, what the hell? <laughs> we have, I don't even know who to talk to. We, we've achieved Adam's family-ishness. <laughs> Not until the moose head goes in the back of the car. As the, I, the moose. I love that moose head with the, uh, oh, I hate it though. Somebody had a color picture of the set. Yeah. It was gaudy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Looks way better in black and white. Ah. Although I am looking forward to Rob Zombie's monster movie. As the video fades to black, they're walking around, seem confused, talking on the phone. In a tweet, though, the company explained that the car was simply doing what it was was trained to do, doing what it was supposed to do. Find a safer spot. 
Quoting now, our AV yielded to the police vehicle, then pulled over to the nearest safe location for the traffic stop as intended. The company added that the officers did not issue any citations for the car, by the way. No, they were so freaking stunned, the car could have walked away. <laughs> and they, they would have never... Noticed. Who would have... The company does have a video available instructing first responders on how to interact with their automatic vehicles. There, I got to tell you, that's a sentence I never thought I would read in my lifetime. First, approach it slowly. If you reach for it, reach with your palm up and hand down so it's not scared. Oh, wait, that's dogs. According to the instructions, cruise cars have microphones that will identify sirens and cause the AI to act appropriately which is fine and dandy, but okay. So let's give it that. All right. Cars trying to yeah. save for pace, place to yeah. park. Yeah. Wouldn't crews maybe want to work on their system? I can think of two things that would help. Maybe give the cops some sort of notice that it was going to move to a safer place. Oh, there's or, a thought or better yet. Maybe just turn on the headlights after dark, <laughs> which would, yeah, that would be, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a rocket scientist. <laughs> Never know what you're going to get. I'm not from a rocket scientist, but I know what stupid is, <laughs> and that stupid. Speaking of which, have you ever had to resign uh, from a job? Have you ever had to quit a job? Yeah. Hasn't everyone in radio? Yeah. Well, mostly. Well, sometimes you're asked to leave. Yeah, right. Actually, we, I was like four jobs in before I finally got. Then I had a stretch starting with working with you. Um <laughs> Where you got fired everywhere three times in a row, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so the worst part is, I'm getting yeah. fired from one job, and they bring him in to work with me one day. Yeah, what the who? I'm sorry, carry on. I it was what it was. It was, uh, we had great fun. I'm not sure anyone else did, but hey, yeah, right. So, uh, this is about people who resigned in magnificent ways. One guy quit and left an out-of-office message with stupid quotes from all of his bosses and seniors over the years attributed to them by name. And because our IT is so notoriously bad, it took well over a week for them to fully disable his account so that the out-of-office stopped being sent. Oh, my. Salancha. <laughs> Here's to you. Hey, uh, this, is a text, uh, this is a text thing. Hey, I'm quitting. How come? I just don't really like you guys no more. I got a new job also. So each job requires a, a two-week notice. that. Yeah. Each job requires a two-week notice. This is extremely unprofessional on your part. Good luck. Each job requires STF. You're lucky you got a text. You know what? In this day and age, they are. Yeah, probably. And we finally, ghost. Come on, we ghost dates. Now we're gonna, ghosting jobs is no big deal, right? When I was a supervisor at a well-known retailer, an employee in the garden center was reprimanded for something or other. He became so incensed that he went to the corner of the garden area, dropped his drawers, and pooped on the pallet. Then he quit. No sh sh kidding. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Bad Tony. Over Bad, you, naughty boy. Bad. All right, heat wave. Have you noticed? It seems like we've we've messed the months up. April now feels much more like June weather-wise. Does it? June I knew. Okay. June feels a lot more like July. Hmm. And this year, July was like August. And most of August was like early September. 
which means Christmas should be just shortly after, you know, Halloween, which I guess is right. <laughs> Who knew? The merchandisers knew that all the way along. Yeah, they they were planning heat, on this. Heatwave Fund, University of British Columbia researcher Allison McAfee told Metro News that when outdoor temperatures exceed about 107 degrees Fahrenheit, write this down now, when temperatures exceed 107 degrees Fahrenheit, drone or male bees begin to convulse, forcing their sex organs to explode from their bodies, an event that causes them to die from shock. Shock? Disappointment? Both. (laughs) Hey, Martha, look at all. No. (laughs) McAfee (laughs) said it's pretty extreme. (laughs) Wow. If, If there's an understatement award. Exploding bee genitalia. That's a temperature they shouldn't normally experience, but we were seeing drones getting stressed to the point of death. She believes drones are one of the most effective indicators of climate change. Yes. Oh, Oh, I see. There's more money to be had. Yeah, exactly. And the queen bee was none too happy about it either. Oh, oh boy. Harold did what? He, huh? Damn. (laughs) I liked him. I don't even do Tuesday night. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Who knew that birds and bees stuff was so true? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the birds, the birds and the bees, the bees and, and exploding bee weenies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.